Hello everyone and welcome to the Power 9 Podcast. My name is Mick. I'm one of your hosts alongside the future pro, Alfian Food. Sup guys. And the magic god, Cass Ang. Sup. Hey. Okay. <laughs> clearly, not future, clearly not pro yet, right? Not yet, not yet. Yeah. And this one is the future, it's an it's indefinite future, yeah. term, right? It's, it's yeah, coming, yeah. it's <laughs> always coming, always improving. Uh, man, we just got back from GPKL. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. I yeah, here. you didn't. Yeah, you you were here, here all three days yep. uh, while we were gone. Yeah, and yeah, being the uh, warrior, the uh, lone warrior. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I guess. You guess. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, we'll be talking about GPKL today. Kind of. I don't know about you guys. I'm still tired. I uh, didn't uh, get a lot of sleep over the weekend. I did. You did. Yeah. Yeah, because you didn't have to, to wake up on day two. <laughs> yeah, <GP. laughs> Somebody get some cold water. Right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Alfian. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, a little bit tired. So yeah, um, I was exhausted during the Saturday, yeah, Sunday. I can't imagine you had to run the store uh, for Saturday and Sunday. I don't know how you managed to play the game day as well. Uh, I managed to develop a system. Uh, so basically, I settled anybody who dropped in between rounds, gave them their standings. Since there is no L1 judge required for games day, uh-huh. I set the time of 50 minutes. I gave myself extra time when needed. Oh, so okay. I settled all the admin work first, then went to proceed to play my games. Judge mm-hmm. call, I gave myself extra times <coughs> as well. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. uh, all right. so things ran a bit yeah. longer. So like I, that. I mean, for score sheet, instead of you know, stopping my game every like three minutes, I printed out the score sheet. I told them like, wait, uh, we'll all everybody will report score at the end of the round when oh, everybody's okay, done okay. the last fight turn. Put it on the paper, go back to the thing, you know, and then it, yeah, yeah, just. But you you were dealing with a lot of well, we we'll, we'll talk about this in, yeah. in a while, but uh, our in our normal segment of the show, mm. but yeah. Um, just the top of the story yeah. I appeared on the What's <laughs> webpage I cannot believe it It's such an unglamorous photo you look, Dude, you look cool You look like one of those badass. Like badass You look yeah. like badass you, know, you look like you're about to beat the camera guy Like, yeah. like holy Like, you know Why the f*** you taking my photo, man? Beat and your this, ass This is the best part Like, I knew exactly when the photo was taken And I'm Wow, I was And I knew that it would come out like a bad photo Because at the minute I turned my head and looked in that direction I heard the click <laughs> I was like Dude You should be taking Like natural shots Like people like looking no, Actually the next question is You know Among all the photos He took that day He chose to use Why that one Why did he Yeah Then <laughs> so, that's, that uh, was the other question That must be pretty good Okay so uh, If you guys Actually have access to it Go find a cachet version Of the website uh, For Saturday And uh, actually go look At the image yep. The full image It is no offense, but it is such a bad photo. It has so much flaw. There is so much negative space in the photo. It's not like, you know, you, you can see on the website, it's like the, the banner, the yeah. full banner. is just like me, uh, me there at the, at the camera, and then there's tables, and then there's uh, this thing. No, that is the top half of it. The bottom half is so, gray. Yeah, it's the flaw. Which right, is yeah. the flaw. That is a... Of, 
what? <laughs> it's the worst. Maybe photo. it's like the you know like the net geo photographers. They want to capture a magic player yeah. at his natural and state. His natural so state. it's like you turn around angry and stuff. Like Crikey. I just get you know cheesed out of my win. You know, Crikey, <laughs> yeah. we are seeing the magic player in his in natural, his natural habitat. habitat. Look, uh, he, he I think he just noticed the camera. Quick, quick, take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Um, but more about our weekend in a bit. You are listening to the Power 9 Podcast every week. You'll find new episodes on power9podcast.com, mtgcast.com and iTunes and follow us on all those uh, social media stuff. Mm. Uh, if you're not watching the video version, please do go down to YouTube and uh, type in Power 9 Podcast and subscribe. It helps with... Uh, Visibility. The, yeah, the more subscribers that we have, the more stuff we can do with our YouTube page. Yeah. Alright, so let us carry on. This week, there's going to be a lot of news. We're going to be talking about... Uh, <laughs> we're going to be talking about standard showdown and yep. real-life treasure chests. Um, we are going to be talking about the, talking about the standard rotation. Mm-hmm. But first, let us talk about our week in Magic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so why don't the people actually... Well, then game like day. Let's do game day first. Oh, yeah, because yeah. GPKL, I feel, got accomplishment. <laughs> I, I checked off one of my tick boxes. Like, cash cash out. out? Yeah. Right. Uh, I guess, if I, if I had to start... Uh, I mean... So day one... Okay, so... <laughs> day one. Here, day here, one. Is, <laughs> here is what happened. All of us, literally all of us from the store... We went to KL. The only person left behind was you and Winston. Was Winston working the uh, weekend? Wilson was only here on Sunday. Uh, he was okay. here from like 6.30. Uh, but Saturday, I had 26 players for games day. Uh, five rounds, just cut the top eight. So, oh, right. No, no, no. As in like, I just oh. imagine like you, one person, and like 26 players <laughs> banging into you. Uh, I, I mean, it was for a while. Uh, but, uh, I mean, the only reason is that we had quite a a show of new players coming down to mm. play for games day so there are a lot of ruling stuff like uh, what happens when you crew a vehicle you know oh, uh, yeah, yeah. What, what happens if you stasis snare a vehicle when stasis snare is removed all of which that I also had to look up on the internet because you actually had to go and text us <laughs> yeah and the text as well because you know they're interesting mechanics and it didn't state uh, and the text was quite specific so you know some clarifications by the way you're not a level 1 judge right yeah I'm a L0 you're L0 in yes. fact you, you I are, failed the test before you, yeah you failed yeah, the level 1 test yeah because somebody <laughs> confident because test? I started playing for 2 weeks I think 2 months in and Mark was saying like you know no one fails this test no one fails this test so I was like yeah okay so why Mark not? is the con man here so, so he said it was like super easy and stuff so I believed that the basis that he believed that I was a good player in mechanics <laughs> So when the paper came out, it was like they were testing. Like I was, I took it during the Taros and uh, Journey next block. So they came up with initial questions, and there was a lot of like persist and unearth. And I was like, what, what are all these oh things? What's going man, on? That uh, is so bad. <laughs> yeah. So I failed the test. Uh, but oh man. I would say that the plus side of not being an L one judge is that uh, you less responsibilities. You less responsibilities, and you can play the events instead of being asked to judge if you work at a store if yeah, there's no judges true. available. Yeah. You know. Uh, so it's not too bad uh, But yeah uh, So I struggled Basically I did all the math I could for like my. Uh, I played Red Green Palmer Without all the correct cards So I didn't have like Adrenaline Rush I played Build to Smash hey, Weren't you supposed to play Black Green Delirium? Yep So Solomon The what? person who Did the best among us In GPKL <laughs> Took the deck To GPKL So I had to form My Palmer deck on Friday With nothing With nothing left <laughs> So uh, I played Two and a half color Palmer Red Green Splash blue. Two and a half. Yeah. Because I wanted to build the four colors, but I realized I didn't have enough colors, uh, cards for the four color palmer deck by Calvin Chu. 
So I splashed in uh, the green blue land, the botanic. Uh, uh, botanical center, yeah. Yep. Uh, so basically, my deck was RG Palmer uh, without adrenaline rush. Uh, replaced with built to smash. Rush deck, uh, What's adrenaline rush? They rush rush of adrenaline. Sorry, is it? No, uh, no, don't play that card. The it's Arcade Fury. Uh, no, Arcade Arcade, Fury there's yeah. another red pump spell. I can't remember. Built to smash. Oh, they play built to smash normally. Yeah, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you're playing more what legit the heck, then. Man. Uh, <laughs> uh, I believe yeah. Rush of Adrenaline is no longer in the standard format. Let me go. It and is. It is. It is. I'm pretty okay, sure okay. that some of the decklist had it uh, overbuilt the smash because overbuilt the smash is a one mana giant growth uh, instant speed. You you need a lot of creatures. With, you need spells or creatures to trample, which is the one flaw of the deck. Yeah, but the deck has Woodland Wanderer and. Like uh no, because when you're playing two and a half colors, you don't play Woodland Wanderer. Then I'm sorry for your loss. Yes, <laughs> so it's a bit. It was a bit more tedious. Uh, a lot more calculation involves. Uh, I did lose my top both days of top eights uh, to really really good draws by my mm. opponents. <laughs> uh, basically, the two and a half colors. My sideboard was nonsense. I had three unsubstantiated, one ceremonious rejection, <laughs> two chandras, two negates, two appetite of the random stuff. So like random stuff that I could find that you know I thought maybe useful in the end. Yeah, you so basically just went you every <laughs> round you shuffled up your deck and after after the round then you just look at your sideboard. Yeah. So on Sunday I tried, to, I tried to you know so you open big. open a pack then put that pack in your sideboard. <laughs> <laughs> so, so on Sunday I tried to be a bit more clever with my deck. So you know because there's less of people. So I tried putting Fever Cruiser. Unfortunately I did not manage to draw any one of them in game one. So it, I never got to see how good it was in the deck. Uh, but I lost my I beat every other deck. I beat red white vehicles. I built I beat. Um, could you beat the blue white deck? That's the no, thing. I could not beat the blue white flash. Exactly. Mm. Uh, because the only blue white flash I played was in the top eight, and you know, he already knew what I was playing, and he had, uh, his game one to summarize his standings are higher than me, so he was on the play. He mulliganed the six, and he had three spell curves, three lands, and his draw ratio was two spells to one land every other turn. Game two, I got smashed by a Gisela ever seen into you know every other nonsensical car you can imagine. <laughs> uh, Sunday, I beat out every other player as well, except that I lost. Oh, by the way, credit to Elvin on Thursday Saturday. I lost to his, to his homebrew green white mid range angels. Mm. Mid range yes. angels. Mid range green white angels. So let me guess, it's got the Bruna. It's got, it's Bruna, got Gisela. It's got it's got Bruna. It's got Everseen. It's got every angel imaginable. Stasis snare declaration in stone. Does it have the angel of invention though? Uh, <laughs> so what? Does it have Wiz Weaver angel? <laughs> no, uh, don't have right. So uh. the only thing that you need to know about it like, is just if you curve out, you you wreck everybody else. A turn four gives <laughs> seven and a turn five Everseen into like a turn six or turn seven Bruna or. Sigada usually wrecks the game in half. How yeah. about turn four? Turn four uh, Bruna into turn five uh, Gearhawk. How do you get a turn four Bruna? You can't get a turn four Bruna, I think. I mean Gisela. Turn, you know, Gisela, Gisela. Yeah. turn four Gisela and then turn five. Yep, either Gearhawk way, uh, like it basically casts all value creatures and it just has like white removal. So he curved out, he wrecked me. I was, uh, at first, you know, we were having a chill smoke. We were talking like, hey man, you don't want to struggle <laughs> the top eight. So it was round four. It's like, hey dude, why don't we just play? So I was like laughing, dude, come on, man. You know, don't make me struggle. And he wrecked me. So I was like, dude, <laughs> your deck is good. <laughs> uh, okay, for, there was no struggle, yeah. in fact. Like. They, they too, though. I lost to Matthew, who came back from GPKL. Uh, oh, I heard Matthew was playing like the super cheese deck, man. Yeah, he was playing the red white vehicles. The Boros vehicles. Not Boros vehicles. Oh, sorry. Boros tokens. Boros tokens. Oh, man. Uh, so both so games, basically, the only way he could beat me was uh, he had to have an outnumber for turn three. And he had to have that card that generates two tokens on turn two. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because I had one creature hand and I could deal 20 by turn four. Okay. Uh, and it escapes most removal spells. Okay. But I have to tap out on turn three. 
Uh, turn 2, I cast a Volcanic Brawler. Turn 3, I cast Uncaged Fury for 10. Turn 4, if you don't have our number, I usually just have Blossoming Sands, uh, I have Build to Smash, and another Uncaged Fury. Yeah. So both games, my hands were ex- almost exactly the same, but both games, his hand had the token generators and our number, and I lost. And he was telling me he yeah. ended the game on like, turn 4. Yeah, because Ish. there was literally... I, after, I tried to struggle, but I drew no creatures <laughs> after that. I just drew pump spells and then, so I was like... I mean, <laughs> I was slightly tilted, real. but I know Matthew is not a bad player. Yeah, I just by no means yeah. the bad. I drew player. badly, so you know. I, I don't think you drew badly. It's just like that deck is meant to kill you in like three or four. I mean, you, yeah. I could play around. Like I figured that I could play around by uh, you know, not casting and tapping out all the way, mm-hmm. and keeping up one pound spell. But I figured that the number of removals he have in game one, and I'm on the play, is lesser than my pump spells. <laughs> so the variance is very low for me to lose with the hand, even if I have one creature. Oh, and then man. he wrecks me on game one. Game two was the exact same scenario. So, <laughs> and I didn't draw a creature, a single creature after that. So, yeah, so I, I, I struggle all the way to top eight and I lost both days. So. When you try your best, but you, you don't, don't succeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know the song all too familiar. But I will say that the Pumla deck is not as good as what people think. Uh, it's okay. No, it's, 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 it's fun. It's, it's, I think it's an entry point for, for the. I, Okay, so you yeah. have to think of like standard as right now. Uh, standard is kind of healthy because it's uh, it goes back to modern. It's rock paper scissors, yeah. and your first game like your first game is always this rock paper scissors. If you got you know literally, it's a roll of the dice uh, to see who wins. There are only a few matches where it's like fifty fifty, but most of the time the decks are unfair. Then you go to sideboard. If you didn't bring sideboard for that particular matchup, you're gonna lose. You lose. You're gonna lose. So what we're gonna see is that Blessed Alliance probably gonna still be there, but there's gonna be less of uh, certain things that will deal with the Pumler deck in the future, mm-hmm. and uh, and then we're gonna see less and less, and then like you know it's gonna go control. So Blessed Alliance kind of useless. Then you see the resurgence of like the and Pumler. then suddenly Pumler comes back and then just smashes you on turn four type of no turn three. No, it has to. It, it goes turn four, four, yeah, turn four, turn four. Yeah, yeah. But I think uh, I would say the Pumla deck is not the kind of competitive that you want to bring right now. Uh, yeah, to yeah, win a GP or you know to win a PBQ. I know. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think <laughs> At least the red game or two point five color version that I made. Uh, but I would say it is a good deck to introduce players to the aggro game oh, because yeah, there's a l- whole bunch of math. There's a whole bunch of uh, planning a hit, mm-hmm. and it teaches and it also shows the new players that aggro is not. A simple deck. It's not just you know, classic creature B phase. It's a a, linear strategy deck, but it's not a simple deck to play. There's a lot of planning involved. There's a lot of playing around cards. Exactly. Your opening hand already determines your game more than more so than a control player would determine their opening hand. Uh, speaking of not being the best deck to bring the GP <laughs> segway, uh, Alfian, you brought the four color version. So both of us went to GPKL yeah. this weekend. You brought the four color. Uh, Flashback to last episode Where Three of them Coaxed me to play the deck (laughs) Wait 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 Wait, I'm just I want to laugh But I gotta I gotta put in this first If you had brought Shota's deck Oh yeah, brought Jacobs that you have been smashed either way because yeah, Green Black Delirium and White that's Flash. True, that's true. Flash. Shota didn't yeah. even do as well. Yeah, yeah, like, he yeah. went he went X for uh X for the first day mm. and he was kinda salty about it, but yeah. qua, qua, qua. if he not taking his own advice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if he can't do You that, shouldn't be playing like, that either. I guess that's that's, that's very fair. It's very yeah. fair. Yeah, but I think Shota doesn't care anymore. Yeah, he really like, he really won the Pro Tour. I He's won the Pro Tour. 
Isn't this his second yeah. proto win? Am I wrong? Uh, yeah, second, no, second, second. You won with the blue black dragons, right? Uh, no, 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 top eight. One. Oh, top right, right. He got no, this by is. Ah, I think the team, in a team proto, I forget. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So Alfian, let us. Well, actually, to be f- to be honest, right, the deck didn't actually perform that horribly. Yeah, that against against most of my matchups, right, like green black, the rogue deck, the black white control, the what was it? Was it playing in the first I one? You, you oh, just sky control. Yeah, you just wrecked yeah. the yeah. the control decks, and the thing is, the both of us did not have any buys, right? Yeah, yeah. I went. I got. We both of us got our buys the hard way. No, no, you got your buys. Uh, I lost the first match. Oh, well, like you, do, you, do, you didn't need your buys, so you, you got them. You got yeah, your... I, got, I got there, la, but I lost my first match because like I wasn't being aggressive enough. Yeah. I didn't have the inner pole. You didn't have a voice. Me, uh, yeah. like, Go for it. guess Go that's for where it. I succeed. Yeah, got so like a voice in my head. You had the. I mean, you won the first two games. You won the first three games, right? Mm. You know, two games, and then after that. I lost two, then I could. Then yeah. you won but, the third one. Yeah. So. It actually it actually performs when it's supposed to perform, yeah. but it that loses when it's, it's not when it's supposed to lose. Like, so I can't really give shit to the deck. It it just did what it's supposed to do. Yeah, your your worst matchup was uh, exactly the same yeah. as my worst matchup. Plus uh, against blue white flash. So yeah. your worst matches were black red madness. <laughs> oh man, and you uh, lost every single match, right? Against I, it, like, I won match against it three times in a row, man. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> I played against Black Red Madness with I mean the two point five oh, color man. version of that. I don't think it has a bad matchup. No, yeah, okay. Basically no, against okay, okay, uh, during testing, right, I've, I I knew from before going in that uh white against blue, blue white, white blue white is, is, is a, a bad, horrible matchup. Super yeah. bad as matchup. I think you've experienced yourself. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was told the day before that sorry I'll fear that uh, sorry Alfian everyone's playing blue white I'm like oh, <laughs> So I was already inner prepared to like lose the whole day. But then but you didn't even meet blue white. Yeah, flash. exactly. Then I met red black. I was at first like, oh, okay, this is not blue white. Cool. But then <laughs> in the same sequence of things that we I was doing with with white black, right? Everything I had was answered immediately. <laughs> and if it, and if it was ground equally, right? They just burned me out with collective, uh, uh, collective brutality, fiery temper, yeah, and yeah. and uh, incendiary flow. This is what happened during game three. I was very fucking <laughs> tilted with this game actually. Like I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> Third game, game three. I had Lito in hand. Okay. Uh-huh. He had no cards in hand. Okay. I was down to two because he just unleashed like eight damage onto me. Okay. With like Bomart Korea and uh, uh, no, you know, Quality Brutality discarding Fire Temper into Flow. That's okay. That, so I was down to like two. What the hell? I had Lito in hand. Okay. So, so <coughs> I I drew it. I played I played the I played the I played the the Wandering Woodland Wanderer. Uh-huh. Next turn I would kill him. Yep. Stop deck. Collective brutality. Oh yeah, <laughs> left to life. Because he's good at the game. I mean, like you, literally, yeah, no cards in hand. Yeah. Wow. I mean, to be fair, uh, you can't. I don't think you should tilt when he top decks because there is literally nothing he can do when that is the correct card and he's playing to draw that card. Hopefully, to draw that card and kill you. Yeah. Anyway. I well, mean, something something it, to that effect. I, I think you tilt when you know variance is against your favor. You know, you mount to six, have three spell color in your opening hand. And you know what I'm playing already. <laughs> well, that's, that's when you tilt. Well, that's what happened to the to the rest of my black red matchups too. I had to mount to five consistently. Like, like yeah, and yeah. they got all the answers. Like somehow. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Your experience and my experience was totally different against Black Red. But yeah, your, for you, you told me you told me that day. They're like, oh, they, I they, was they mount to, to five. <laughs> yeah, they mount to like one guy mount to three, 
but he was still beating me in the face for like three damage a turn with a stupid copter. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, he was getting back into the game, but the, the card advantage was yeah. too great. But yeah. anyway. Uh, all in all, I think... Yeah, it was your first GP, right? Oh, yeah, I think it was okay. I think I did okay. We I, didn't game the system, damn it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, honestly, I, I think the uh, the four color deck that uh, four color formula that you uh, Kelvin Chu built yeah. it's sort of like playing his Nightfall yeah. it is the deck it's something like <laughs> Shota's like you, you you can look at the deck and you can watch him perform and you wonder like okay I can oh. do that too oh actually but, uh, actually uh, to counter that statement right I went to ask Kelvin Chu what he was playing he told me this like, his exact same words oh I'm not playing that anymore it's bad in the meta yeah so it's, 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 <laughs> yeah, we, we, I mean by then you know that RG Pamela or any Pamela deck is bad in the meta but the, the decks that you build are very specific. They are like they have a certain skill cap. It looks very easy on the surface, but actually there's a there's a there's lot a more lot thought process thinking, going behind. Yeah. So I mean, to be fair, you picked out the deck less than a week, and you went for a GP and went three three. No, but think, I still think it's a good deck. Like the I, think, I still I think, think it's, it's a good deck. Just just not, not in this setting. Yeah, right. like if the entire field is blue white uh, flash, and we did see. Uh, the top eight of the Grand Prix six blue white flash six blue white flash yeah. and uh, in Grand Prix Providence there's at least there's one blue white flash so the well we we'll talk about like mm. the the two the two Grand Prix and how different they are how similar they are honestly I would have brought a blue white flash deck or an easier control deck but I didn't have oh, the pieces I yeah, though yeah. I think bringing the control deck would have been a mistake because yeah. the, the meta of black green and blue white flash would have eaten the deck yeah that's, that's true Dynavolt Tower control yeah. was yeah, 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 good I wanted to build it did well it did well yeah Fair enough. Uh, so yeah, we also got the draft, and we only got we didn't we didn't we didn't manage to game the system. Yeah, but Kenneth, but Kenneth got a nice split. Yeah, he got a nice playmat, and we got some packs. Six uh, packs. Oh, second place gets six packs on a playmat. Holy shit! So good. Yeah. Just win two. Not sure if the playmats <laughs> are real though. The guy like beside me, of like you know, like gene materials I'm from your old genes. I'm pretty sure they're like real. Hey man, when you're giving out like candy, you know, you gotta wonder what's your cost price. Nah, like. It's probably leftovers from the last GP. It's I, it's made sure? from like toxic materials that will last forever and ever. It's made from the salt of people who like Soon multiply. Ten, five. So ten years from now, <laughs> you'll see like a. Like a video, those hell videos. I have I had this playmate from GPKL for the last ten years. I left it on the sun. Look what happens in now the after photo, like a, <laughs> like a cheeseburger and nuggets <laughs> for like ten years and stuff. Or like you know, playmates cause autism or something. I don't know. Give autism. Let's not give. I get rubber fingers. Ideas. I get rubber fingers when I touch new playmates. Anyway, uh, so my GPKL story was pretty good. Uh, ended day one seven two. I brought the blue white flash deck for those of you who are wondering. Except with a spicy secret deck tag. Which actually worked pretty well. Which was really good. Yeah. Like Space Chip of So me and Kenneth were testing in the So we, we made a round at GPKL. And we saw everybody was playing Blue White Flash. So we were testing both of us playing roughly the same deck. Uh and then we asked each other, hmm, what would wreck this deck? How about constant three points of damage to everything on the board? Three points of damage is able to kill anything without a Gideon emblem. Yeah. And usually in the in the uh in the mirror, you sideboard out the Gideons. You take out the Gideons because yeah. the Gideons die too easily. Mm. So the spaceship of Doom hits the battlefield, kills a spell queller. So this was exact sequence of events for one of the games that I had. So I cast Reflector Mage trying to push back uh I uh, know I cast Declaration on Stone 
uh, to try to get rid of the Trouble Inspectors got eaten up by Spell Queller. Okay. Mm-hmm. I cast a Reflector Mage to push back the Spell, spell Queller. Spell Queller got eaten up by another Spell Queller. Oh, oh man. So that was turn oh, okay. 3 and that's happening. turn 4. The guy <laughs> swings in. Okay, I go down to 10. That's cool. And then turn 5, I drop the land, tap. And then Spaceship of Doomker hits the battlefield, kills the Spell Queller, bounces the other Spell Queller, it gets real. <laughs> Trouble Inspectors. I look at the guy and like smile. Magical like, Christmas mix. That is freaking magical Christmas land and he get nothing to do. Like he really he's just like yeah. oh cool, yeah. that's cool sideboard man. Destroy. For those who are wondering what we are talking about, Skyship of Doom is Sky Sovereign. Sky, Sky Sovereign, Sovereign yeah. Flagship console. So good. Yeah. And then you swing in, you know, you're gonna kill something unless they drop the Everseen on but by then of course you have your own Everseen, you just drop it. Or you stasis snare away the Everseen. Oh my goodness, that playing that deck. You feel so bad for your opponent, but it's such a power trip. It's like you have the answers and they don't. <laughs> I and mean, uh, I would so say the sky, sky common type was pretty, pretty nifty for like the blue white mirror. And but I don't know whether how good it would be if you know. In other, in other, like the green black delirium uh, deck, like uh, no, in the green black. Yeah, you don't bought it in, but you know, it's still mm-hmm. taking up a slot in your seventy-five. You know, that, uh, it's it's two slots in my seventy-five. Oh, two, so one okay. in the sideboard and one in the main board. So wow. I put it in the main board because I expected to meet more blue white. Right. Okay. You see, that's a meta call. Yeah, okay. that's right? a meta call. And that's a good meta. And it was it was really good. And the thing is, uh, my last few rounds, I was playing against the Esper version of the uh, Blue White Aggro. Oh right. And he was running one spaceship of doom, two spaceship of doom in his sideboard, knowing that he's going to meet Blue White. Yeah. And that's the uh, probably that's one of the reasons why he made it that far, because that card. Yeah, is, it breaks the mirror. Totally breaks the mirror. They can't counter it. Yeah. Uh, you know, ceremonies, ceremonious rejection or you won't bother in you you ceremonious rejection against rejection the yes right? Re- rejection yes because you want to get rid of their void shatters and you want to get rid of their uh, you run copters. void shatters yeah no I don't run void shatters uh, which was a big mistake uh, so yeah uh, another another fantastic thing about the weekend was that uh, after the first game which I lost because uh, because I wasn't ag- aggressive enough okay. okay. Uh, games 2 to 15 there was this voice pushing back from the back of my head Solomon Poe in the background everyone's favourite Poe is like yes. going he got the he got la. you could in the game la. Yes. <laughs> and then I just slam spell quellers and like and this thing, run everything into into ever since whatever you got it you got it swing <laughs> yeah, there, are, there are those turns where you know if you had to make a crucial play you just need to meet our friend named Solomon yeah, Poe. So. He will scream in your head so hard <laughs> you will make the play. He go, he go la. He's good at the game. But, but to, to give Solomon credit, his, his, his push Fantastic. is usually correct because um, there are plays where if your opponent has it, you have lost anyway. But yeah, if he doesn't, correct. you will win. Yeah. Correct. So uh, some people like me, myself, I know I play around cards too hard. So I usually remind myself with the Solomon just voice like, pull. if I don't play it now, I'm going to lose. I have to play it. Then yeah. it's just like, do it! Don't let your dreams be dreams. The, uh, that's the thing. Like I think that's something that we need to learn. Uh, Paul needs to do the exact opposite, whereby yeah. if he does have it, and I'm not going to lose the game, I d- I should yeah. not do it. But uh, there is the situation where if he does have it anyway, and I'm still going to lose the game on top of that, uh, then you have to do it. So that's something I definitely learned. Yeah. Like I I kind of force. Uh, I like to force the Eversyn out when yeah. actually I should just think, is he just going to cast Eversyn at end step? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he is, then don't force it. 
If he's not, then I'm going to force you to cast your Eversyn. Then that's when I get eke out that little bit of advantage from you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, it was it was fantastic. Um, the the games were really close, and yeah, I met a lot of red black aggro. Yeah, I hate that. There is the game. There is no reason why I should be winning that game. And I met four of them. I won three because my <laughs> opponents didn't have anything. Yeah. They were so. I wish I was you, man. <laughs> yes, I'm so good at the game. <laughs> First guy I met was Kelvin Chen. Kelvin, oh, uh, right. you know the um, yeah, nice guy lah. He he's the one who always plays the Thunderbreak regions. Right. And uh, you know, we went down to the last game. Like game game one, he just slaughtered me. Game two, I slaughtered him because I was on the play. Then game three is on the play. Just didn't draw anything, didn't drop anything in the graveyard, nothing, nothing to do. And I had most of the answers and just kept beating him in. And it's like, okay, cool. Then I met some other players along the way and the exact same thing. The guy mulliganed down to three. He was still beating me for like three a turn with a copter, but I, I just managed to smooth out and just kill him after that. Oh my gosh. Oh, so good at the game yeah. I am Talented Talent, talent yeah. yeah, so I finished 51st place out of What, about 800 players mm. So uh, I finished above this guy who Who BM'd me <laughs> Earlier okay. I lost to him Right Yeah, but uh, Do you go and rob, good, it, yeah. rob it back in his BM'd I, I did not I did not Counter BM, BM. Yeah. You, you, don't, you don't have to counter BM All you have to do is like Hey man how do you do You know Like oh, You're looking at the score as well Oh, oh he's wait still, He still made top 64 Right okay, but, uh, Yeah He still made top 64 But yeah. I realise players At the professional level Like the, You know If you don't even greet The other player That's really uncool man That's really BM That's really BM That's yeah. like I just say hi I just say good luck As a formality yeah. Doesn't even wish me back. I was like, okay, cool, man. And that didn't that didn't really set me on tilt, lah. Because I know like this is professional yeah. Ariel, and you're supposed to act professional. But acting professional doesn't mean you gotta be an asshole. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I greeted you know. everyone I saw. Actually, I, yeah, I, yeah. actually, I don't greet people when I play yeah. uh, events. Oh. Uh, but if they do take the time and talk and like you know say hi, I do at least respond to them. Yeah. Uh, because sometimes you know sometimes you sit down and you're shuffling a deck, you're kind of thinking about the previous game and stuff. So I, I would say like I don't fault people But you know If somebody greets you know, At least say hi back Even if you don't speak the language Saying hi It's not a It's a, uni- it's a universal Fucking greeting For everything right It's all languages you just shake your hand And the No the yeah. Japanese player So the last round I met this guy called Yuya uh, Is it Watanabe? Yu- no no oh, okay. no right. I was like thinking Yuya But also another like Really good Japanese player And he's I forget what he said Uh Uh we sat down He didn't say hello He okay. said hello And then he's, uh, He went on to say something That you usually say At the end of the game I can't remember What it was And then he looked at me No that's the wrong word <laughs> Like uh, Nice to meet you Yeah nice to meet you <laughs> Like okay cool Oh yeah then Immediately I just said So English is not Going to be part of this English is not going to be part Of this conversation I guess We're going to do a lot of pointing And, and stuff like that uh, but yeah, really fun. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's it, amazing. My my brother met Zen Takahashi too. Yeah. Uh, he got matched up against him. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that the game did not go to your brother then. Yeah, no, of course. No, yeah, of course you lost. Uh yeah, I didn't get I didn't meet any of the pros along my way, except for this Yuya guy, but I don't think he's I not in the uh not in the limelight. I'm pretty sure he's got like some pro points somewhere. Mm. Um 
Yeah, I I guess I got really lucky. Yeah. I, I and yeah, I've got to thank Paul la, for for his the voice, right? See that voice. It's just there were so many games where I'm like, ah, oh, screw it, just do it, and it rightly, rightfully so. My opponent has like three lands in hand. Like, <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh oh, last story. This one was so. This really this hurt me as much as my opponent. So the guy's playing red green. Red, oh red, yeah, Pamela. <laughs> okay. That's my best matchup. Yeah. By no by no means that is, you know, I'm supposed to win every game. So I won the first game convincingly. So the second game I've got three cards left in hand, a negate and double blessed alliance. Right. So the guy goes, got two cards in hand, he's got like two this thing. Uh he's already got his pummeler, he's got nine energy. So he tries to larger than life the the thing. So I'm right. thinking, alright, I can just let him go. Uh but I negate that. I okay. want to try to force him to attack and indeed he attacks with both. So he attacks with both, I got two cards left in hand. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> and double and, Yeah, the fact that I got double blessed alliance, like I yeah, just bring it dude. Just bring it, dude. So he goes uh Build to smash. Uh build to smash. So I block the I block the um the thing. So he, uh, build to smash. Okay, cool. Then he goes pumps it once. So now it's a eight eight. Mm-hmm. Pumps it again. Now it's a sixteen sixteen. Yep. Now it's a thirty two thirty two. And looks at me. He's empty handed already. So I go bless the alliance. So sacrifice the seven conduit. <laughs> and then I, I I show him the other card. Sorry, dude. He slowly picks up the picks up the pummel and then scoops. The, I mean, I mean, that's that's exactly why <laughs> the pummel deck feels bad. That's, that's why I, I say that it is a good deck in the meta, but it feels horrible to play sometimes simply because this card exists and there's nothing you can do to play around it, no yeah, matter how hard man, you try. Man, I felt so bad at that moment, but I mean, like you know, the, yeah, the like, win is a win, line And yeah. I just like trample over him, like trample. Easily. What he was supposed to do to you? <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad because I just drew answer upon answer. I curved out perfectly. I drew answer upon answer. Like another game was uh, against the mirror. So I curved out perfectly. Turn one, trouble inspector. Turn two, turn two, copter. Turn three, uh, stasis snare. Turn four, whatever. EDC, turn five. Yeah. So I literally curved out perfectly. But my opponent had answer at every single step. <laughs> and it's like, I'm not. I'm not mad. I curved out perfectly. You got all the answer. Good game. Not even <laughs> mad. You good. You good at the game too. <laughs> so yeah, not even mad. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that was our weekend. I yeah, fifty fifty first place is great. I think uh, just checks off one of the achievements on my on my uh, list of being a magic player. Cool. Maybe next time I'll bring a better deck. Mm, grumble, grumble. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's the thing. Like the the reason why we brought like all the cards together is because you know you can, just like, in case just you need to switch out some stuff or like yeah. switch for tech. Yeah, that uh, was that was the sky sovereign, sky uh, sovereign tech. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's get into the news for the week. I don't think we're gonna have time for. I don't know. We we have a pick of the week, but uh, yeah. we have a spec box pick. But so. Now we're going to talk about which news first? Uh, let's just talk about the GP. Yeah, since we're still on the GP. Okay. Uh, GP Providence won by Wang Eaton. Oh, uh, Chinese guy. Yeah, Chinese dude. Uh, it, not bad. His deck was the Black Green Delirium deck. Okay. And Providence was very different from KL. Providence had four Black Green Delirium decks in the top eight, had one Blue White Flash, had one, uh, two red white vehicles and one red, uh, red black zombies. So, 
And what I've been told is that in Providence, the, the it was the same thing. There were a lot of blue-white flash decks. Right. But black-green and red-black just totally killed that deck. Because there's no way for you to interact. Or there's very little way for you to inter- interact. Yeah. Especially with all the lists online. They run, they're very light on Declaration of Stones. They're very light on Stasis Nets. Just removal in general. Just yeah. they are Depending on the Spell Quellers and Reflector Mages. Which are super bad against that deck. Yeah. It is so bad. I, th- I think it's just <laughs> simply because of the deck tech selection choice. Mm-hmm. Whereas sing- yeah. I mean for GPKL, we, I assume that the people playing Blue-White Flash or... Uh, more than willing to put in more removals uh, I don't I, think so I, I, I don't know Because uh, I mean before Y'all even flew to KL I already thought that The blue-white flash And the green-black Delirium Were the were best gonna decks be the decks. Yeah okay So those yeah. two really are The best decks around yeah, If you're not playing yeah. Either one of the decks You need to play To beat the deck Because yeah. uh, And there's not going to be A lot of things That beats the deck Simply because the deck the Both decks have a good 50 at least 50-50 to 60-40 against every other matchup currently in standard. Yeah. And the thing is that right now, if you can, if you think that green-black is, I mean, I personally feel that green-black has a, a better matchup against the blue-white flash. Mm. If your deck can bring green-black Darium, that's the deck you should be bringing. And just bring sideboard here against the blue-white flash because the green-black yeah. deck is going to be the deck to beat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on the other end of the spectrum, GPKL, we had... Uh, so the top deck was uh, Fumiya Matsumoto Congratulations to him He won with Madu Vehicles yeah. uh, Which is actually A strong deck uh, Just a yeah. more Refined version of um, Red White Vehicles of, uh, Not Red White Vehicles The Madu Vehicles By the Shetian's version oh. Li Shetian And um, So there's, there was Two Madu Vehicles And then Six Blue White Flash decks what? Like what <laughs> So The numbers don't make sense What's The thing out? is we we did see that there were black green delirium yep. decks, but uh, from according to uh, uh, Matthew, he was telling me that as he progressed in the day because he went uh, three and three, mm-hmm. and then as he progressed in in the day at X three, he just kept seeing uh, black green delirium decks around yep. him. So they lost. The thing is, they lost early, and when you lo- when you lose early, then you know you don't see that. In the upper echelons. Yeah. First day, I only met like two and a half blue-white flash decks in nine rounds. Two and a half? The two and a half. Okay, so there was a mono-white. There was oh. a mono-white. Okay. But uh, the mono-white was... is basically operates the same way as the, the uh, blue-white flash. Except they let me resolve spells. <laughs> that's like not, I confirm, like that's okay, I'll go drop the spell quellers. Is that a point five or a point two five? Not sure. It's yeah, a point, probably a point two five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, spell queller, like you got nothing. No. Nope. Uh, so that was you know the first day. I think I no. I think I even played just one mirror match or one or two mirror matches lah. The next day, four out of four out of six of the matches were mirror matches. So it it. It just sh- it just shows uh, that the, this part of variance that once yeah. they start going downwards, then like they get pushed all the way down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these decks you can see like literally once it gets start pu- being pushed down, then it gets pushed down. So black green delirium almost eats up the blue white flash. I think it's a fifty fifty matchup, yeah. but the black green delirium has a bit of an edge uh, pre sideboard. So. It's kind of weird. Like I, I don't really understand. Like we, we gotta include variants of draw, right? So if I mean, if you curve out, like you know, 
magical Christmas land. Like every and, game. And like you cast your Grim Flare, you cast your Mind Rack Demon, your opponent has Reflector Mage, Spell Curler, after Spell Curler, after Reflector Mage. Then, then if you include that variance, right, yeah, okay. Blue White does have a better draw. But based on if both theoretically draw their best hands each. Then it should be like 50 50. It's very close 50 50 for game one. But and I we should be going up all together, right? Yeah. So it's, it's very weird, lah, but I do feel that the Green Black deck just didn't see uh, deck high of representation in the top the higher end Maybe the green just met their, their, shit, their shittier matchups early on No but what is their shitty matchup like I, I even against it. even against Pamela it has like it has some resilience against yeah. Pamela like, like it's not totally dead to Pamela yeah. I don't think a lot of people are playing Pamela uh, maybe Control yeah, maybe they lost to control, and so then that, the control yeah. lost to Pamela, and then this yeah, this this was cascade. So then the thing is, we don't know about the stats for GP KL and GP Providence, but I suspect blue white flash going to be most of it, and then uh, red uh, Madu vehicles, and then red black zombies, and then followed by uh, green black delirium. Yeah, so we never we'll never know. Mm. Whatever. All right, uh, let's move on. Enough analysis. Uh, do we want, let's talk about real life treasure chests. All right, so this All is the right. news for the week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we just got October twenty fourth. There was an article on the Wizards Play Network, which, uh, if you guys don't know, is mostly meant for the uh, for the stores. Yeah, and uh, we got word of this standard showdown and holiday buy a box. All right, so standard showdown is going to be. Uh, tournaments that are held on Saturdays from November 26 to December 17 and when when the store signs up they will receive 40 standard showdown boosters to distribute to players across four consecutive standard events between those dates um, there's a whole list of things that they need to do so and we'll talk about what is in the standard showdown boosters on top of that they have a buy a box color dash holiday uh, booster pack so this you buy a a display, which okay. is a booster box. I do not know in in Singapore we call it booster box. In Europe we call it display. You buy a display, you are going to get one of these uh, booster packs, showdown okay. uh, standard showdown booster packs or buy a box booster packs. What are in these booster packs? Oh boy, there are three cards. <laughs> 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 uh, stores will receive fifteen of them if they sign up. All right, so. There are three cards in the booster pack. So think of it like Ugin's. Uh, do you remember Fate Ugin's promo? Ugin's uh, promo, yeah. Uh, Ugin's Fate promos. There are cards drawn from Battle for Zendika, Oath of the Gatewatch, Shadows over Innistrad, and Eldritch Moon and Kaladesh. Also includes one foil of any rarity or card from the Masterpiece series. The drop rate is one out of uh, 50. Hmm. One rare or mythic rare One uncommon rare Mythic rare Or basic full art land hmm. Where have I heard that before? Hmm. I wonder I don't know Was there, Is there an online equivalent to this? Oh yeah it's called a treasure chest What <laughs> are you trying to do? The anger Can you feel the sword? I don't know I, I haven't been playing Modo that much But from my understanding From Felix From Jeffrey From those guys Who shit. grind on Modo Elvin has been telling me also This is The, the treasure chest Is Seems to be dropping More crap Than good stuff Even though the drop rate Is like pretty high 
the drop rate is supposed to be better than uh, better than what they're getting, basically. Yeah. So, uh, this is not a bad thing. This is actually not yeah. a bad thing because, uh, if, from my understanding, it's free for the stores to sign up. They will just receive the booster packs. Yeah. They give it out on top of whatever they give out. Okay. So it's more incentive for people to play on like a Saturday and stuff like that. The problem with treasure chests is that they replaced some things for the treasure chest. And why would you do that, Watsi? Why if the oh my god, can you imagine like you open some uncommon and you open like some crap crap rare or crap mythic? How about that? Like crap <laughs> mythic rare. My EDH. Ori becomes flavor. Yeah, yeah. Mark my But no no. You see the thing is as a as a player, even though okay. First, so first of all, treasure chest. Treasure you, chest you can see the treasure chest online model sucks because you know there's the model shuffler which already is terrible. Yeah, okay. So yeah, let's the random remove, element. Let's to it, remove right? the random element. So, see if the shops like, like we were discussing before the show. Yeah, so yeah. if the shops are not charging you extra to play for these events, mm-hmm. you then it's it's yeah, bonus, it's, right? It's, it's pure bonus. bonus. Yeah, I mean you can say that your luck is horrible, get some crappy uncommon, but if you're not getting charged for it and it's free, mm-hmm. I think that there's no reason to complain because it's just. Basically, you're getting three cards. Yeah. They include a rare for sure. That's so like buying a normal booster pack. But you're paying zero dollars. Yeah, exactly. I think I'm with right? so, Yeah. So yeah, I, I think it's a good thing. Uh, yeah. they're giving out free things. But why do you think they're giving out free things? Well, uh, uh I don't okay. Know. So before we yeah. get into that, like, uh, one of the things is that issue the standard showdown booster. So they they have a priority for issuing. We recommend you prioritize. So issue up to ten sh- standard showdown boosters per event. We recommend you prioritize participants in this order. Number one, undefeated players. Number two, returning players from previous weeks. Number three, new players. And number four, players who brought a friend. So, Alfian, will you be my friend? Uh, okay, sure. So <laughs> Why not? not, not in, this, <laughs> in this order, so we, we of course, we, uh, uh, we, you know, we give the better players. So, yeah. undefeated players, understand. Number two is returning players from previous week. So yeah. maybe this is like a ploy for Watsi to get people to keep so playing. So I mean, it's sort of like a league system. Uh, like what we're all doing now. It's league sort of like play. a league system. Yeah. Like. It's just you come for you come for another week. You yep. you know, you got a higher chance of getting the, yep. the packs. So uh, I don't know. It, it feels... Uh, man, I don't know how to distribute the packs. Like at the I, end I of the day, I mean, if it's just, ten packs, uh, you could probably do somewhere like for uh, top four. Top four gets a pack. Top four gets a pack, and then if you return last week, then you get another pack. Yep. Uh, or I mean, you get okay. one pack. Maybe okay. I mean, for a shop, uh, I mean this is a, a suggestion. Uh, however, I would not place high priority on returning players each week. Mm-hmm. Whereas I will place high priority on uh new players, players. Uh, undefeated champion and new players. Okay. okay. Right, so th- you want to incentivize because you know usually new players they don't they haven't decided whether they want to spend a lot of money or you know whether they want to spend money at all. So if you give them access to this, it does help them give some confidence and some access to new cards. Dude, it's only three cards, man. You know I mean, okay. I mean, if a person, <laughs> if he's a new player, and of course all of us who are adults, who are even if you come back as a new player, you have spending power. Three oh, cards yeah, okay, will seem true, very minute. True. However, if you're like you know, 
if you're in co- uh, junior college or you know you're in high school or secondary school you got no income you got, you got no, no income you only got your pocket money and this yeah. is a new way to get cards for free by making you play on Saturdays although you might forsake your studying you get free stuff <laughs> so, yeah. so you're trying to get people to play the game right? yep. you're basically saying what he is trying to Im- uh, trying to incentivize you from playing they're also trying to incentivize you from buy if, uh, for not from okay. for buying a box of Holiday during box? the holiday, yeah, yeah, during the holiday period, because Wait, you, you buy a box. Are you referring to a booster box or a holiday box? Uh, no, a booster box yeah, booster. because oh, okay. uh, buy a box boosters. So th- these are the exact same things. So you buy a box, you get this extra bonus. So previously, I mean, we had the buy a box promo, right? But that is usually only given out at the beginning when people like pre-order. Yep. And nowadays, it's like you buy two boxes, then you, you get, get this. Uh, maybe they should just include this at the beginning of every standard that you buy a box, then you mm. get one of these. Uh, like, I mean, packs. I'm not like too big on it simply because. Uh, I mean for most buy a box promos past Celestial Colonnade past Goblin Dark Dwellers and past the recent Talia are all casual Wait, Celestial Colonnade was a buy a box promo? Yes, there was a a Oh, so so was Birds of Paradise but uh, ever since then we have not seen a decent buy a box promo something of worth value real, real value besides uh, Talia and GDD Yeah uh, Kardash was uh, Kardash buy a box promo is a card that no one plays 50 cents right 10 cents what, what was Battle for Zendikas Buy a box Dude, Our pass? latest Our latest Like full art promo For game day Is yeah, Cultivator of Blades Cultivator of Blades By the way They're not even going For $4 They're going for $1, one. Just saying I struggled for our $1, one dollar for yeah. Here. <laughs> but, yeah. You want the play mat Yes we you all want, want the play mat But uh, I mean I don't think this. I mean It's not a big deal If they want yeah. to do Like a uh, like to increase booster box, I definitely think it can be something else. Same with the showdown packs. Like we were discussing True. before the show, uh, if this was to incentivize players, what they could do is increase the rate of you getting a decent planeswalker. Uh, because mm. now, I mean, segue into like how you were going to talk about how long standard is going to last now. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, cards that belong in Battle for Zanega, Oath, Eldritch Moon, Shadows, Inshot, these, these boosters will not get opened now. Yeah, yeah, correct. Right, because true. we stopped we stopped drafting them already. Yes. Like. Ho- however, a lot of even though standard is predominantly Kardash card, there are a lot of fallback cards like Gideon, Liliana, mm. Grim Flayers. And no one if no one's gonna open them, the st- the supply is gonna be stagnant. So what they could do is increase the rate of getting these powerful cards. So the undefeated champion gets them, it's a special reward to sell. Mm-hmm. And the new players get a powerful new card, which they can try to put in their own deck. Yeah. So that would be a you know more intelligent way to go about this. And this would be cool if it's like some league show uh league um It's like the guru system la. instead of giving you basic lens that cost two hundred dollars in the f- <laughs> ten years into the future. Yeah. What you could do is, you know, if you bring a friend, you teach somebody to play magic, register them for D side, you give them like a FTV version of like Liliana with like you know like children drawn stick figure arm, <laughs> <laughs> but you can still play. You you it will still play. It will not have high. You will not have resellable value, resale value. <laughs> but you can use it in a competitive event, so that these new players have access to these cards and they want yeah, to play more. Yeah, that's true. I what the, the, I don't know. I I think uh, we don't know enough about the drop rates. Yeah. Yeah. For these, uh, for these, we can imagine packs. it'll be like similar to that of the treasure chest, treasure chest yeah, yeah, like crap, yeah, crap, excluding crap, the crap, crap, modo crap. shuffler, you know, curse of the modo <laughs> shuffler. <laughs> what is modo shuffler we talking about? It's, a, it's, it's just a randomization system that yeah. modo so uses. RNG, so RNG in modo kind yeah, of sucks. You yeah. shuffle like you are, you are the modo shuffler when you're playing paper magic. Oh. 
Wow, can you believe it? One foil of any rarity or card from the Masterpiece series. Amen. One foil of any rarity, eh. Can be a shit foil for all I care. It literally can be shit foil. Spent zero it could be the foil. game day game day <laughs> top eight. Man, mine is full art, it's worth a dollar. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> I comfort myself. Maybe we need to we need to sit back and relax and just appreciate the free things we yeah, get. I yeah, really okay, think yeah, that the free. real viewpoint people should have of this is that it's free if the shops are charging you normal prices for the events. Yes. Yeah. But the shops aren't are being charged for it no, either. No, the shops are not yeah, being charged. Yeah, exactly. Because if, if, if it's known on the WOTC announcement that the shops are getting for free mm-hmm. and the shops are jacking on the prices of the event, yes. And the shops are charging you for these events, for these mm-hmm. showdown promos and stuff. Then yeah. yes, it will not be worth it anymore. However, if we all just go by the you know normal operations, yeah. mm-hmm. it actually be just a bonus for players. I think it'll be nice for the shops, right, to maybe use top up like other booster packs or drinks like to uh, to the entry fee. Uh, no, to sell I mean, the you events. just use it as a normal FNM, no? uh, FNM, but this is Saturday. Uh, I mean, to me, <gasps> uh, oh, they're gonna just name it like Friday Night Magic and then Saturday Split showdown. Saturday FNS. Uh, wait, wait, what? Friday Night Magic. All oh, right, yeah. So you don't want to give this out on Friday night, yeah. Which is the reason why they're doing it on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Then it can yeah. just be called Saturday Showdown. Yeah. S S S Square. S S. Uh, but Super regarding, Saturday series. <laughs> <laughs> but regarding <laughs> the drink and whatever booster pack, um. It, it does create a higher level barrier entry because the shop does have to factor in the cost of the drinks, extra boosters and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And then the newer players, you know, the, especially the younger players, they won't be they won't be enticed like, yeah. to come. Mm. Yeah, if yeah. I want drinks, I can. Yeah, you, you know, just bring buy a water them bottle. Anyway, That's or true. You'll yeah. Bring your own. Uh, mm. So yeah, interesting, interesting, uh, yeah, interesting Weekend turn magic. of events. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at, but the other thing that I want to suggest to shops is that. You could try this like sealed league. Uh, the the problem is that it has to be a standard yes. event. I would love it if it was like sealed for four weeks. Oh, okay. The winner gets the showdown pack, and then gets to put add it to the deck. Then every week you can buy a new pack. So oh. on top of buying a new pack every week, okay. you get the the winner will get a showdown pack, and then you can slot into your deck. How cool would that be? That that would kind of make a. You win one get you win one you day like roll yeah you then you like no but you might not advantage. you might not get the, the you might not get stuff, something you good yeah, yeah, yeah you might not true. get something good in your color and then every week but if you get something good that's not in your color then it incentivizes you to change the deck to become that color you see that's true so anyway it's a idea I just don't know, an idea um C does create that barrier entry and uh, that's true yeah it's very time consuming it's even more time consuming than a draft I would say. Uh, uh, no, like it just adds that extra hour and that's yeah, about it uh, and as you know oh, if, if it's, it's going to happen on a Saturday uh, extra hour into your you know nightly Saturday activities or whatever you're going to do on Saturday it's going gonna, it's gonna to drag that's true so you know if you have a standard round or if you have draft I think it's already enough. you just come down and yeah. then like immediately three rounds or four rounds yeah. uh, okay so let's move on to the next set of news and this one um, you know we'll put I think I'll just section this off as spec box. Right. Yeah. Uh, or, you know. Okay. I don't know. I I don't know what will happen. Just do something. Whatever. <laughs> do it. Just do it. Do it. All right. Um, so we are going to revisit standard rotation. Yeah. Right. Right now, standard rotation supposed to be, or standard is only supposed to be the last six sets, which just means the last one and a half years. Previously, it was last two, two years, years, eight sets, uh, which included two blocks and two um, core sets. 
Now we are going back to the old ways and have two years. It's going to include four blocks. Ooh. So this is how the rotation is going to happen. They will rotate out year by year and not block by block. Yeah. And I think uh, this is something that R&D has to do properly because it, I think this was a decision made by R&D because there'll be some blocks where like SOI, we want Madness, we want Discard and, and stuff like yep. that. And then the coming set after Amon Cat might have like Discard and, yep. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Anyway, uh, then it will, you know, then, then there's this comparison, which one was better? Anyway. I, uh, I think it just feels like... Um the if you if you create a longer rotation block, yeah, yeah, uh, you don't force you in a in a pseudo way you don't force the R and D to create too many new mechanics. That's yeah. true. Because yeah. what you could do is you could if like let's say right now we use for example after I'm on cat, uh, whatever the, you know the weird but, name yeah, set yeah. is, what they could do is they could pick Call mechanics from all the different sets that's been released so far, landfall, madness, and put it into the new set. Yeah, and you don't force the R and D to randomly create a mechanic which might end up horribly bad uh, for players, or you know, not you know, just not fun in general. That interacts yeah. with yep. let's say SOI like really well, or does not interact with SOI yep. at all. Uh, so yeah, we're going to uh take a look at the reasoning. Uh, <sighs> Standard is a dynamic format. <laughs> the meta game changes faster than any other format. That's true now and it was true when standard rotated just once per year. Is that true no. or false? That's Th- false. So that's that is totally false. false. That a little was, bit false. That was totally false and that was like 2016. So this was the last... Um, uh, this was of course from the article. The article was written by Aaron Forsyth. Uh, who is the Did you just say Aaron Forsyth Because it sounds like He may not Forsyth. have Forsyth Oh man But that is his name I just Aaron had Forsyth. to I just had to I'm sorry uh, So the thing about Last standard uh, We had Black Jeskai We had Jeskai mid-range For the longest time And then we had Black Jeskai Or Green Jeskai Or Abzan Abzan Red Or Abzan Red Or whatever Five color Bring to light And it was stuck You only played these two decks It was either Jeskai base Or Abzan base And if you play any other deck You You lose Uh, It looks like we are coming back To that situation But it's slightly different Yes This is the case where You have Two very dominant decks and then suddenly there's this weird rogue deck like the Dynavolt Tower deck and you yep. still have Jeskai control and it'll still do well. You still have Grixis control maybe it doesn't do so well if you're not Shota. Uh, he didn't do well either. Yeah, he didn't do well either. <laughs> uh, so, and, and we're going to rotate and uh, if we rotate like really fast then, you know, the decks rotate faster. Yep. We're not quite sure whether staying within the year. So rotation... Uh, outside of a year So the maximum set uh, We were going to have are, Is going to be 8 blocks Right Okay uh, Sorry not 8 But 4 blocks Which is 8 sets Yes Is that going to change The meta game that much If there's too strong a deck Like right now We're seeing Spell Queller And we're going to see Spell Queller for a while guys. Yeah that's true So, so the thing At least what I feel for now um, Regarding set releases no, if the meta game was based on set releases, then it only mm. depends on how well the R and D develops the next set. 
Because if the cards are underpowered, you're just going to be same, seeing the same meta, the Jeskai body or Abzan body. Yeah. However, if the set is valid well, then the meta will change. And right now, even though uh, for the last hour or so, you're mentioning about uh, Blue White Flash and Green Black Delirium, Delirium, we do have actually do got see Madu vehicles, also, Madu right, vehicles so. Red White Vehicles, Red White Tokens. And these decks have a certain higher percentage winning against one of either the green black or the blue white flash so yeah it's a rotating meta depending on you know what you meet or what you see back to what we were saying yep. at the beginning of the show like it's a like right now it's scissors paper stone like yeah. if yep. you brought if you brought uh, blue white flash and you play against electrostatic pamela you're going to kill electrostatic yep. pamela mm-hmm. but electrostatic pamela meets control they're going to kill control yeah. if control meets blue white flash they're going to kill the blue white flash yep. so it's uh yeah, it's just serious paper stone and who sideboards who sideboards better and uh, who gets better draws during the uh, during the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk specifically about the sets. So right now, we are going right now we have uh, battle for Zendika. So we shifted to this only this year. Yeah. Uh, only the last set shift, which is which pushed out um, dragons and origins. dragons uh, and not tra- dragons and this thing. We pushed out um, KTK and KTK first? and yeah. FRF. That it was that was the first time we shifted to six set, uh, a six set block, and then now with Kaladesh, it was the second time that we shifted uh, into a five slash six uh, set block, and I guess it, do you think it's enough time? I think we we've seen that the the decks have changed a little bit, uh, you know. Despite uh, we saw when it rotated to the new six set block when we lost uh, FRF, we lost. Um, KDK, uh, KDK. Mm-hmm. we stopped seeing obviously we stopped seeing yep. the tricolor decks uh, which means that there was a new meta at that point yeah. in time yeah. and when dragons rotated out was there a new meta yes we're yeah. looking yeah. at it we're looking at energy and it's a fantastic thing we're looking at uh, the rise of spell quellers and Iverson and well spell quellers already rose but, uh, right? I mean okay. like pre, no, but, yeah. pre this standard uh, spell queller didn't really shine as much uh, you saw it more and more than Neonate yeah. oh, what yeah, the yeah. hell who the hell plays that card but, it, but we're yeah. seeing it you mm-hmm. know so uh, it looks like six block sets does rotate the meta game a lot more we're not I mean I don't know about you guys, but like it feels the older, the older way where we had like one one year blocks, like mm-hmm. two year blocks, like the the meta game kind of stayed the same. Well, yeah, but you were saying yeah. it, it really just depends yeah. on R and D, right? So, like my argument uh, for why we did see just guy during the two year block for and just kind of Abzan based body decks mm-hmm. were so prevalent, is simply because. We are magic players And we always pick The most efficient decks And if we find The most efficient decks We stick with it yeah. So the problem With two year rotation Is that the, the real issue is that When it comes to two years And you're playing the cards For so long There will definitely be A surface of Certain decks That will outperform Other decks At a consistent rate Be it Jeskai Like two subtypes right. of decks yeah. mm-hmm. So two years And eventually Everybody will just Remember these two decks But however Along the way There were many Different decks In the meta game Correct yeah. But they didn't do yes. They didn't do as well yeah. like, As well as we are seeing Right now Like we have yeah. but All these that, other decks That's well. only dependent When we have The full two year sets Of cards To build the decks Right But before that Along the way Towards the end Of the eight The four block Eight mm-hmm. sets Right Before that you see A lot of different decks Because the cards haven't the card list haven't been finalized. The decks oh, the yeah. meta game hasn't been finalized because there will be a new set. 
there will be new cards. Mm-hmm. When everything is out, the meta will stabilize. It will not be that uh, volatile, yep. right? But the good thing about two year set is that it extends the longevity of your card's life. Okay, so yeah. speaking of which, segue into Alfian's corner. Alfian's uh, corner. <laughs> yeah, we want to talk about like how standard. It's gonna affect the yeah. economy. Uh, of the modern and stuff. Yeah, ADH, to give it maybe? to give it some pretext is that we are going to see for uh, you know by right the uh, currently if we're gonna follow this same system we are going to lose uh, Gatewatch and Battle for Zendika when um, the after Amon Cats. Uh, let's just call this new set. Um, uh, return to return uh, Ravnica V2 Let's call it Ravnica, Ravnica V2. V2 Okay so when Ravnica V2 Comes out We're supposed to lose Two sets But no when Ravnica V2 Comes out We're not going to Lose those two sets And in fact We are going to Yeah we're, we're going to Lose gonna four get, sets Yeah and We're going to lose Four sets Total Woo Everything goes So it went Among Cat oh, comes, comes one, two, three, tumbling down Tumbling six. down Oh sorry When Among Cat So with the current standard If Among Cat comes out is going we're supposed to lose Battle for Zendika and Oath of Gatewatch. Yeah. Supposed. Supposed to. Yeah. But now we're gonna keep Battle for Zendika and Oath of Gatewatch, which means that the lifetime of Battle for Zendika and Oath has been is, increased. It has been increased yeah. by uh half a year. Mm-hmm. And the uh relative lifespan of SOI and EMN is going to be decreased by half a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The relative like, because yeah, relative terms. Yeah. So that has happened for every other set, of yeah, course, yeah. in the previous standard. But unlike the previous standard is that the supply for the third set, we, previously we had one core set and then three sets. Yeah. And the supply for the third set is always, has always been the lowest. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was, it was never good an investment for the third set. Usually the mechanics were all tagged on to the third set. And, yeah. you know, we're going to see... Uh, the question I guess we need to ask are we going to see a situation where we're going to have um, Dragon Maze Dragon Maze I don't think so right I yeah know. I don't think so doesn't it doesn't it feel bad that you know the last set of that four block is going to be uh, it only has like one year three months lifespan versus the first set of that block which has two years lifespan Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, now I feel like sh- yeah. Does it uh, make it feels you feel a bit bad? like ripped off? Yeah, yeah, your bad. But um, to be fair, it does in a way, uh, force a certain dynamic. So if you're a casual player, mm-hmm. you would spend you would spend your money evenly across all these sets, right? Because yeah, yeah. you're not hyper competitive. You don't need to have X card or Y card at that point of yes. time. Yeah. However, for the last set you're talking about, the hyper competitive players will be forced to spend. And they will also increase the supply in the market for the casual players who eventually pick them up for mm. other formats, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I think... No, but we're all looking yeah. for the same cards. Correct. That's the thing. So, so in, the in supply a, is going to be... The it, supply is going to be the same, yep. by, by the way. So, unless there's like some magical thing like a masterpiece series. Yeah. Oh, damn. Uh, Which there will be adding for other there sets will be now. Every, yeah. Set right? every set, yeah. So so I so think, that that's yeah. going to normalize things. So everything now is just going to have the same supply. We assume it's going to have the same supply because right. uh, first set is going to be open a lot, and then second set is going to be tagged on for draft. So the supply for the second set of that first set is always going to be a bit lower. Yeah. Uh, and then it's going to stop. Uh, it's going to stop increasing so much when the new set comes out. Then we're going to draft a lot, and then the second set comes out. So supply not being. A question Supply is yeah. going to be the same 
but the lifespan is going to be less. Yep. Mm-hmm. So does that mean that, uh, yep. you know, is it worth to invest on cards of that last, that fourth set of the year? Yeah. Uh, so like my reasoning was very simple. Mm-hmm. If you're a casual player, you are more likely to spend your money spread out over these sets. You will look for specific cards. If not, you will just buy a certain amount of boosters. But you know, you're not a competitive player where you need a place out of four of every card at your disposal to form every other deck that you need to bring to a GP or PDQ and, uh, or RPG, yeah. right? And so, at the right times yes, as well, right. which usually means that you're buying it higher than right. normal. So, so exactly the same. So this fourth set, you will still have your normal drafting going on, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But for the term... To invest in it, I would say that only the hyper competitive players who immediately need a card like Torrential Gearhawk. When Kardash released, when Kardash released, everybody was not looking for Torrential Gearhawks. <laughs> the casual players who had them would just sell them anyway. However, when GPKL for I mean for us Singaporeans, when GPKL was around, Torrential Gearhawk was like, I'll buy it for thirty bucks, and thirty bucks is a crazy price for Torrential Gearhawk. Because right say. now Torrential Gearhawk is worthless because Shota doesn't know how to play his. So the same thing. So in in that dynamic, because we can see it most evidently in the GP preparation for the GP, mm-hmm. people who are looking for these cards for the competitive players going for competitive events, whereas the casual players were still playing their casual cards, and they'll be like, okay, if yeah. I don't have the card. Yeah. Or if I, I can't afford it, or I don't want to spend on it, I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. So yeah. this fourth set will still be drafted. It will still be fine. Invest, the investment option should only come down to whether the cards itself are good and okay, whether the yeah. competitive mm. players need them. Mm. Yeah, you wanted to go and talk about modern, right? So mm. you have your head in your notes. But you kind of asked me to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did ask you to do it. So... Alright, so <laughs> So you see, right Dude, just claim the Claim the glory for yourself Okay, okay, you, like, okay Immediately This is like, my glory This is I thought of everything Yeah, okay So explain Pro- Professor Alfian and shit <laughs> Yeah Okay, so now Now that standard will rotate slower, right? Yeah Maybe now uh, Maybe now standard will be Seen as Less Of a rip-off Than it was before Where it rotates out too fast So may, there may be there may be uh, more players, more players going to standard from modern, or or like how you say, less players moving to modern from standard because of this. I see. Okay, so because it's now a bet, like a less shitty alternative. It's it's uh, more worthwhile to own cards. Yeah. That last longer. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, then wouldn't the dynamic be different? Whereas when standard lasts longer, it makes more sense to buy standard cards. Correct. Yeah, 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 exactly. going to modern, so that's why he's. Yeah, that's, that's why he's. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I miss it. I miss it. Sorry. Okay. So All right. So and not only that, right? Standard is also like the mainstay competitive, like main format for what what was he trying to aim? It's the only format now. Yeah. So this will also still this this uh, this paired with the fact that standard is not going to rotate slower, will probably give like casual players like I see formats, but now I only see standard. Okay, but that's the thing. Like right now, standard is pretty cheap. So, yeah, yeah. like, uh, does it make a difference that that your cards are going to are going to last longer, even though they're like cheaper, so talk, so called cheaper lah? Because you look at the standard decks in the past, mm-hmm. uh, when we still had uh Kans of Take, they were insane because of the fetch, fetch lands. Yeah. Uh, look at um the after Kans of Take rotated out. They were insane because we still had Jaces and Jaces were being used quite a lot. So, you know, does this, is it going to, right now, standard is cheap. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you you think it's going to be worthwhile? Like the perception that your cards last longer 
So that means you, you when you invest. So mm-hmm. let's say you buy, even if you're a casual player, if you invest in like a dollar card, yeah, yeah. your dollar is going to go for like two years now. Or it's going to go for like a one and a half, at least one and a half years. Yeah. Actually, no, it might go for yeah. like one year, three months. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so one and a half years. Uh, that perception, do you think that's going to change the the way uh, players are, the, the spending habits of players? Okay, let me just say this for now, okay? I'm not an economist. Okay, let me just put this in for a bit, okay? Um, before this rotation, right, mm-hmm. cards from BFZ and OGW would rotate out after Amonkhet. Okay. But uh, cards that are from BFZ and OGW, such as Kalitas, Gideon's, which are now looking at a spike, in, like, looking at a uh, steady climb in price, as you can see from Gideon. Oh yeah. These are these are now more worthwhile to buy into, because they'll they be last they'll longer, last longer. Yeah, 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 exactly. So your your brand new car, your brand new your car will not car <laughs> now last a bit longer. Than yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, this extension in life in cards is well something very interesting. I I think. You know, we. I mean, we're not. No, you're an economist, right? Yeah, I. I I'm not. I mean, the. It really depends on the perception of the individual, right? That's the yeah, thing. Yeah. The perception so is going to be driving the so driving be, speculations. It would yeah, be yeah. easy. It would be, okay. I would not say that it would drive down prices. Mm-hmm. In fact, I would say it would drive up prices. Correct, correct. No, that's the yeah. thing. Like it drives speculation. Yeah, up. it drives yeah. speculation up. It drives worth having these cars. But what it does mean is that it is more worthwhile to buy. You spend that money, let's say now you buy a Cinderglade for six bucks. Yeah. Although it may seem expensive as compared to before this announcement where you can buy it for three bucks, mm-hmm. it is now more worthwhile to buy because you can use it for a longer period of time. Okay. Yeah. So you pay you pay a slightly higher premium, but you use it for a longer period of time. Yeah. And if you divide that by the number of year or month you're gonna use it for, then it actually seems very negligible. Mm-hmm. So to the player I mean to a player who is looking to be very spendthrift this would actually be okay. To a player who's looking to find value to buy a card for two years, he'll find it easier to, you know, to reason with yourself to buy. Money, yeah. Yeah. Uh, however, to people, the secondary market, the shop owners, the traders, uh, this will also be slightly beneficial because now their card prices have just seen an increase instead of a dip like usually what we see in our Eternal Masters, Modern Masters prints. Yeah, they mm-hmm. just increase supply and then suddenly So in a way, it both equalizes itself out. It's just that it's, it's also easier for a shop salesman to say like, hey, this car is going to be used in standard for two years. You buy it for six bucks. You use it for two years, you know, just buy it. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I want to, well, I guess I want to correct myself when I say like standard's cheaper. With quicker rotation, standard yep. does sometimes become more expensive because you have to buy buy more, more new cards. cards yep. Yeah. Uh, but that also depends on the meta game. Uh, yeah. If the meta game sh- totally shifts, like what we are seeing right now, like the total shift from the previous meta game, uh, we saw Grixis, uh, Grixis machine gun. We saw T-Merge, yep. We mm-hmm. saw. Uh, what black other? white control black white control, control. Yeah. those were like the, the main decks if you played these decks like your probability of winning against the rest of you went really really high up and then suddenly there was this entire shift and then you got now blue white spirits and you got uh, sorry blue white flash mm-hmm. and you've got uh, black madu vehicles and this thing so it also again we're going back to uh, is R&D doing yep. a good job and if mm-hmm. R&D does a good job then we're gonna see that standard uh, we're going to see Standard maintain its relative low price. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still expensive to yeah. buy cards. But yeah. yeah. I, I think, okay, I mean, after all this discussion, uh, my only input is I think that uh, Standard is still roughly the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens with a longer rotation is that 
with what we're gonna see now is that example during the Jeskai Jeskai Abzan uh, heavy body builds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. These cards are expensive because they're going to not only were they going to modern, but people won't really bank the packs anymore. This which is what happens in a two year rotation. They just want right? to keep. They'll keep yeah. their siege rhinos and stuff, so it becomes harder to find it. But people yeah. aren't cracking the packs to increase that supply uh, okay, anymore, okay. right? Ah, okay. yeah, However, because we only look at the end, the end built product, the deck prices, like a thousand dollars, thousand US. Uh-huh. Then you're like, oh, it's so expensive to get into this deck. But, but because, it's because they had to keep the cards for, for two years that long, right. mm-hmm. uh, and because you know it's just the rarity of those cards. As as we go by, yes, we you have to understand that cards get destroyed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a small percentage of cards. People destroyed. throw away their cards. People, people lose yeah. their cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, people sell it back to the shops. And there's, you know, there are speculators out there which just, you know, short the, you know, just oh, we're gonna, I'm gonna use this as currency. I'm gonna short all yep. the the Soul Flayer Grandmasters. Uh, same with yeah. the time. Uh, I can't remember his name, but uh, he bought Lion's Eye Diamonds. Oh yeah, yeah. The LEDs. Same, same problem. Uh, but in comparison like back to the topic about whether standard is relatively cheaper now or was it cheaper before yeah. uh, when we look at Just Guy deck and the Abzan deck you're costing $1,800 right mm-hmm. however when, when there's a quicker standard we perceive that it's cheaper because your deck your end build deck if you look online the full cost it might seem cheaper but because it's rotating faster you and spend you that spend, money faster yeah. it's just perceived as low so I would still say that standard is relatively the same price it's just how you whether you have that lump sum of $1,000 or do you have Three hundred four thousand dollars. Yeah, that makes yeah. it relatively more accessible to each class of uh, people. Last thing I want to discuss, like, do you think that this is going to be helpful for new players? Um, I do think it will be easier to explain to them why they will be spending that kind of money because yeah. you know longevity. You buy something. It's like basically you can use the analogy of buying a car. Mm-hmm. You spend a hundred thousand dollars on a very nice car and it lasts for ten years. Uh, worthwhile. If you spend $100,000 on ice cream and eat it for 10 minutes, it'll make you f***ing happy for the 10 minutes, but after that, you're going to be really sad. No, but okay, so, I mean, we talked about, we talked about, like, cards lasting longer, right? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, that's what she said. But, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, we have to consider that if, let's say, you're getting in mm. at the point right. where you're at the 8th set. Yeah, yeah. That just came out. Yeah. Yes. And now four more sets are going to rotate out. Yeah. yeah. What do you do? Do you start playing now? Because now the cards are the most expensive. The cards from the first four sets are yeah. the most expensive. Yeah. Uh, and I'm pretty sure some of them will still be used. I'm pretty sure Spell Queller is going to stay there forever yeah. until yeah, yeah. Uh, we rotate out. I'm pretty sure that uh, Gideon's going to stay there forever until we rotate out. Yeah, for sure. I think so. That's going to be that's going to be really painful, especially if you're a new player. You're coming in at right at that point. Uh, you know, I I guess this would be the economist term I would use: inelastic and elastic. If you're coming in and you want to build that deck, it does not matter the cost because you will spend that money to get that exact deck. However, yeah. if it was an elastic demand to you where you know you you, you can don't choose to spend to the money, you don't have to, then you will not buy anyway. So yeah. is our magic cards elastic or inelastic demand? Sort even, of, I it's think more it, I inelastic. Think it's, I think it's more inelastic to the person's perception. If you really need spell colors, you would buy them for GP, for RPDQ. That's if you don't need spell colors, do you really think you're going to invest in spell colors? That well, is a different question. Well, altogether. the subject here is yeah. for new players, aren't it? So, so for the yeah, exactly. for new, so players, new players, if you want to get into magic uh-huh. and you want to build a budget deck, you build a budget deck. If you want to build a competitive deck, you can complain all you want about how expensive the deck is. But if you really want to play it, you would buy it anyway. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Right. So it, to me, it doesn't make a difference. 
it just makes it a difference how, of how you perceive how much spending power you have. Yeah, Do you yeah, really yeah. want the deck or is this kind of like, uh, it would be nice if I have it, but if I don't have it, eh. You want the day? Or you can let, you know, just wait that, wait that. If you're in the situation you have to wait one month more after the rotation, maybe I will probably wait. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. If you're in that situation, yeah, then the yeah. advice, I think even, like, don't be a, don't be a bastard shop. Like, do advise yeah. players. Like, yeah, just yeah, wait yeah. a bit. Most shops do advise new players. Uh, we do treat new players with mm. a bit more respect. Uh, respect. We don't, you know, yes, we do have to earn a living. But we, do, we want the return value. We want to be, you know, friends with the customers. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. come back to the yeah. shop. We want to build like, a, build a community. So we won't, we won't do that kind of thing. Yeah, of so, I mean, we will tell them like, are you really sure you want to buy these cards? Because you can play them for like a few more months. Then it's going to rotate it, out. Yeah. There's this one guy who bought like a blue-green crush that we totally, we totally, we totally won him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah I mean, the, there was a few guys from SDGCC who really wanted to build specific decks. We told them like, prior to the information like this, this is going to rotate out really soon it's like no I really want to build it like literally next week it's going to rotate out yeah. Yeah. you still want this deck and he built it nonetheless so this is what I mean by it is inelastic Elastic, okay yeah. Yeah. person alright uh, I think we got to wrap up the discussion here we are like uber uber over like 1 hour 20 minutes whoa uh, I think every episode is going should we just change the duration yeah, yeah. Some, episodes, some episodes are like 45 minutes type of things was oh, it like the waifu one this, waifu <laughs> one was all of the waifu one I don't, I don't know, know. I didn't watch it anyway yeah the, the thing is like we, it depends on it depends on the topic and this week we had a lot to talk yeah. about yeah. especially like GPKL GPKL man GPKL Oh man, I wanted. Not- to, I was thinking of just starting a show. Hi, my name is Mick. I'm two hundred fifty dollars richer <laughs> <laughs> because I play magic. Well, so I play good. I had to cut out some of my content, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, man. It's okay. Why else? What else do you have? I was going oh, to, modern I was going cards, to, right? Yeah, modern yeah. cards. Yeah, yeah, modern cards. Stay. Uh, let me just read out the this thing. Modern cards and EDH cards in standard stay in print longer. Green player, uh, price won't spike like mad. That is actually. Maybe true. Maybe because the print true. they keep printing it, but the demand for it starts to drop, so they stop printing it as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, they still print it within the the two years. Yeah, yeah, cycle, so yeah even if they print it, you know, people will not be opening packs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not about whether uh whether they stay longer, will it spike or not spike? Rarest, whether people are willing to open packs for them, open for that set for yeah, the cards. Just true. Just for those cards. Alright, uh, man, there's a lot of editing that I need to do. One, two, three, four, five, six points that I need to go. Meow. Alright. <laughs> what, 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 another one? Nope. <laughs> no, man. Okay, so we are going to end the show here. Thanks for watching or listening. If you're not watching the video version, you can go down to YouTube and just punch in Power9 Podcast and it appears. Do help subscribe to the channel. That'll be nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you've been listening to the Power 9 podcast every week. Myself, Alfian, and Kaz, we get together and we mm-hmm. talk a bit about this game that you might know, very obscure game called Magic the Gathering. I don't know. You guys know about this game? Nah, What's Magic nah, the Gathering, nah, right? Exactly. Um, Is that Yahtzee? Yeah. We're a MTG lifestyle podcast. I was podcast. told this was a satanic game. <laughs> a satanic game. Yeah, yeah, back in primary school, right? Yeah. Like your teachers. Same with Pokemon as well. 
say Pokemon that. is a satanic yeah, I had a friend whose mom asked him to distribute flyers. I read it's like Pokemon is satanic. I was like, energy, energy. <laughs> like she had to pick up the like, flyer, had to pick up Pikachu, and it's like Satan. So. Satan, yeah, Pikachu yeah. like licking his balls, right? <laughs> what the heck? Like, the, you, you know that cat that when he licks his balls, Meow? then like it makes the, the satanic star thing. <laughs> okay, anyway, I'll show you the picture later. Okay. Uh, right, every week you can find new episodes, power9podcast.com, as well as mtgcast.com and on iTunes and if you're on iTunes do leave us a review that's uh, that will help a lot yeah um, you can also find us on YouTube like I mentioned earlier you can also find us on Instagram at power9podcast and you can find us on Twitter at power9podcast the 9 is the number 9 you can find myself at the Asian Judge Alfian that's o- o- oppressive. Just send me on Facebook. That's an Yeah. Yeah, uh, don't randomly add me on Facebook. Even if you're a hot girl, I think you're a spy bot. So. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can also find us on Twitch, and I will be judging, uh, not judging, I'll be playing the Mojo. 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 Jojo. Mojo. Rock. It's a concert for, ma- for Magic Online judges only. Oh, no, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, actually, the other two are Mojo Rock, Paper, and Scissors. Oh, the uh. levels be over 9,000. Yeah. I fear. Can you stop? That'll be damn cool, man. Like, all the judges get together and we're like, saying, I might slaughter all the other judges since I just top 64. Somebody, you know, so, uh, Andrea, like, like, called me out, like, you're going to lose your judge status soon. <laughs> like, because you can actually play the game. <laughs> Usually what they say is that You know You don't play Like you judge The the higher level Of judge you become You don't play The worse At the game you actually are really? Like you know all the rules But you just play damn bad Maybe that means I'm a good judge That's a bad play <laughs> Yeah maybe You should try Like level 1 And level 2 judge It's not hard If you've been playing Yeah exactly Is it really not hard To become a level 1 judge mm. Anyway Uh Right, you can find us twitch.tv slash theasianjudge, twitch.tv slash Games. And if you're in Singapore, do come down and visit us. Grey Ogre Games. Club 83 Club Street. 83 Club Street. Just come up. Woo, we have drinks again. <laughs> we finally have drinks. Yeah, toast. Problem, problem settled. Good job. Hey, Cash, did you enjoy? No, because I'm kind of hungry. All right, yeah. We should go and get dinner. All right. Uh, for myself and Alfian and Cass, we are signing out. See ya. Ciao. Bang, bang.